the darkness at thy speaking it was done. Welcome to sermons from Zion Lutheran Church of Gwinner, North Dakota. Zion Lutheran Church is committed to the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. Today's sermon is based off of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 18 through 25, with special focus on verse 18 that says, For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. In the name of Jesus, amen. My friends, did you realize that Christianity, yes, this Christian faith, is stupid, it is dull, it is dumb, and it is foolish. You heard me correctly. Christianity is indeed stupid, dull, dumb, and foolish, at least according to the world. You see, in our epistle lesson from 1 Corinthians, we hear from the Apostle Paul that the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. That is to say, unbelievers do not and cannot view the central message of the Christian faith, that cross, as wise, good, and true. For their ears, and for their eyes, and their minds, the message of Jesus bloodied on that cross for the forgiveness of sins, it is foolish. It's a waste of their time. For unbelievers, the doctrine of the cross sounds dumb, and it indeed looks foolish to them. Now, the message of the cross not only sounds dumb and looks foolish, according to unbelievers, but it is also, as Paul says, a stumbling block. That is to say, the message of the cross causes the world to trip up. That message of the cross is like a pesky tree that has fallen on a grassy trail that a hiker trips over. Or it is like a rock that sticks out of the ground that a shoe catches on, causing people to fall. And so the message of the cross, it can cause frustration and disgust among unbelievers. It simply does not jive with the culture of our day. In fact, Christianity, with its proclamation of the cross, has never fit into the world's ways of thinking, and it never will. It is a foreign message, a foreign message to the world, a foolish message to the world that causes people to stumble. More specifically, the message of Christianity poses a problem to the world's thinking to the point that it causes unbelievers to become frustrated and even snort at Christianity in disgust. Now what this means is that according to the world, according to unbelievers, we Christians are frankly not cool and certainly not wise. Indeed, Christianity is viewed by the world as a religion for losers and for the weak. The world does not understand Christianity, so the world scorns it. The world looks at Christianity and Christians themselves and writes them off as fools. Now, all of this that we've been talking about thus far, it presents a huge problem for us as Christians. The problem is this. We want to be cool, we want to be relevant, we want to be accepted, and we want to not be viewed as fools by our unbelieving friends and, yes, unbelieving family. We want to be the popular kids on the block. We want to be in the 
in crowd of society. We want to be with the movers and the shakers of our social circles and those movers and shakers in the town. However, Christianity, with its foolish message of the cross, seems to keep us down. It holds us back. It brands us as fools. It puts that sign up above us, that sign on our back that just says fool, so that we're always the last ones chosen from the team. Indeed, that pesky message of the cross can make us look dull and dumb and stupid in front of the high rollers of the world. As a result of this, though, Christians across our lands often suppress and hide the message of the cross to react against this. That is right, my friends. Christians become so consumed with the need to be accepted by the world that the message of the cross is buried. It's stuffed down below. The tragic truth is this, is that we are ashamed of the foolishness of the cross, and we do not want to be looked at as fools So we either do not talk about the cross or we shove it into the background and we hope that unbelievers do not notice it in our life and in our churches. To make things worse, whole churches, yes, I repeat, whole churches shy away from the cross as well. And what this looks like is this. Since the cross is a stumbling block to unbelievers, churches go the way of bait and switch. Yes, they go the way of a bait and switch. In other words, the church will engage the world and the community that it finds itself in, but will do so without the cross. Deep down, the church knows that if it presents the cross of Jesus as too bloody and too boldly and too clearly, that this message of the cross will cause many people in the world to stumble and it will give the church that reputation of being foolishly religious and irrelevant. So like that church, true story, down in South Carolina who gave away flat screen TVs to people coming to church or that church in Southern California that hired a fast food restaurant to cook up burgers and fries in order to entice people into the church. Well, churches across our lands present unbelievers, a form of Christianity with free handouts. And get this, but no cross. Here's the idea. The idea is to present a view of a super cool and hip and relevant church with free handouts, but no cross, so that unbelievers will not stumble, but will end up in the pew. And then at some future point in time, the goal is to introduce that cross to these unbelievers once they are in the doors, when they are trapped in the church and they have nowhere to go. That is to say, the church baits the world into the doors and through the doors of the church with a crossless Christianity and freebies. But once inside the doors, if the church ever gets around to it, the message is switched to the cross. That is what we call a bait and switch. Now, dear friends, not only is this disingenuous, but it is unethical The reason why? Christianity without the cross is not Christianity. And baiting and switching unbelievers, that is the way of get-rich-quick schemes, not the way of Christ's church. Furthermore, this cunning, my friends, does not work. 
You see, the way in which congregations entice unchurched through their doors will be the same way that the church will need to keep unchurched people inside the doors. Give an unbeliever a flat screen TV, they may come through the doors of the church. However, to keep them inside the church, they will then demand a DVD player and a soundbar as well. And here's the most important thing to note. The cross of Jesus Christ, this message and this doctrine of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of our sins is not only the central focus of Christianity, but it is the instrument of our salvation. This means that a Christianity without the cross is no Christianity at all. Christianity without the cross is like a lion without teeth. It is like an army without soldiers. It is like a sunrise without the sun. Remove the cross from Christianity, you actually eliminate the power of the gospel, and you no longer have Christianity, but a Christianity in a name only. You have a shell with an empty inside. Dear friends, the reality is that the more an unbeliever wants to comprehend the cross of Jesus with his or her own reason, the less they will understand or believe. This should not surprise us because the wisdom of the world does not approve or promote the gospel, but it actually opposes it and sees it as empty, foolish talk. Unbelievers, they will demand signs. They'll demand philosophical proofs and logical demonstrations to be convinced about Christianity. Other unbelievers, they will want the bait. Yes, they will want the bait without the switch. They will want promises of greatness. They will want glittery messages. They will want free handouts. And they will want entertainment. However, in spite of what unbelievers want in this world, despite what we want as Christians, God gives the world, and he gives to you and me, simply this, one crucified. Indeed, we have been given the message of the one crucified. Christ Jesus continues in that character of the one who is crucified. The church has been given this message of the cross. It is the only message that we preach. But pastor, you may say, that message, that message of the cross, pastor, it causes the world to stumble. The message of the cross is foolishness to the world. The world mocks the cross. Unbelievers are not going to buy into a bloody, uncool cross. My neighbor and my family and my friends will think I'm crazy and a fool for believing such a message. And our church, oh, if we hold to that message, no one will think that we are relevant. They will consider us as dumb, stupid, religious fools. Dear baptized saints, according to the world, according to the world, we are, we are indeed dumb, stupid, and foolish. No doubt about it. We are, according to the world, dumb, stupid, and foolish because the message of the cross, as Paul says, is foolishness to those who are perishing. However, however, this shall not sway us. For you have been called each and every single one of you have been called. You have been called. Yes, you have been called by the message of the cross, which is the power of God. Dear baptized saints, you must not lose heart. You are baptized into Jesus. 
You have been called. You have been given the power of God, which is forgiveness and life and salvation. You are saved by the Lord's power of grace and his love and his mercy. Christ saved you in his cross and has joined you to his death and his resurrection in your baptisms. And get this. Get this. This is where it all boils down to. The foolish thing that God does in the cross for you and for me is wiser than anything done by mankind. That is to say, that apparent weakness of Christ's cross is in reality stronger than the might of mankind. What seems to be foolish in the eyes of the world is in reality wiser than mankind's wisdom. What seems to be God's weakness is actually stronger than all of mankind's strength combined. And so... Yes, and so we proclaim Christ and him crucified. We proclaim Christ and him crucified because this message is the power of our salvation and the power of the salvation that our unbelieving world needs to hear. And as the world hears the message of the cross, some will call it foolish. Others will call us fools. And others will stumble over the message, fall to the ground in repentance, and be raised up in faith, faith which receives forgiveness, life, and salvation. Indeed, the world will consider the message of the cross as foolishness and a fable. That is until the Holy Spirit, through the message of the cross, calls, enlightens, and converts them. So, dear baptized saints, let the world call us fools Let them call us as they will. Let the world call us stupid. Let the world call us dumb. Furthermore, we do not have to hide the cross, and we do not have to be ashamed of the cross, for we are indeed foolish according to the world. But according to God, we know that we have wisdom, power, and truth. Truly, we know this day that Christ dying on the cross is that which conquers death. Death for us. We know that Christ dying on the cross is that which conquers the devil and sin itself. We know that according to God, that which is seen as foolish is actually strength. We know that the foolishness of the cross is the power of God unto salvation. Here, now, and for all of eternity. Let the world mock. Indeed, let the world mock. Let the world laugh. Let the world scorn. Let the world snort. And may we, while the world snorts and scorns and mocks and laughs, when that happens, may we continually rest in the wisdom, the assurance, and the hope of Christ's cross. A cross that is indeed for you and for me. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormattrichard.org or visit Zion Lutheran Church's website at www.zionwinner.org. The Lord bless and keep you.